You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. From the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, this is AfterBuzz TV for Gossip Girl. Tonight's host is Roxy R. Stryer. Joining Roxy will be AfterBuzz co-hosts Jenna J. Ling, Sarah S. Stratton, and Mari M. Fagel. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest Gossip Girl news and gossip. If you'd like to buzz in on tonight's show, you can buzz us at 347-855-8269. That's 347-855-8269. And now, picking up where the show leaves off and the buzz continues Roxy R. Stryer. Okay, so we just finished watching an episode called While You Weren't Sleeping of Gossip Girl, and a lot of stuff happened in this episode. We see Nate and Raina having a day of firsts, as Raina would like to put it, and we see Chuck and Lily put on a little show for the Thorps, and Ben and Serena, of course, there's more drama there as they struggle with baggage from the past especially with Ben. And then uh, Damien comes back with the whole drug deal, tries to get money from Eric. Lily ends up intercepting this check. And we end with the question of what is going on with Dan and Blair. Are they going to be together? Are they not? Are they friends? And the pass out on the shoulder. So I want to take it back and start quickly with Nate and Raina. Is this a friendship? Is this a day of firsts leading to a first time in bed together. What's going on with the two? Do we see chemistry here? I think it wouldn't be Gossip Girl if they didn't sleep together. So it's definitely going to move in that direction. Okay, what do you guys think? Yeah, they are definitely going to start a relationship. I mean, the end of their conversation ended with Nate going, well, is there any other firsts you haven't done? And I was just like... He's into it. He's definitely into it. And I think that she is better acting with him. Uh-huh. I think their chemistry is so much better. Something Absolutely. wasn't working with... Well, she's right. She said she's done so many relationships where it's all about business. And I, the show just makes me laugh. But like, And portfolios, pillow talk. Portfolio <laughs> pillow talk, I think, is what they said. But yeah, so obviously she's going to have more chemistry when she's more laid back, more fun right. than like you know talking business. Wait, does Chuck have a right to be mad in this situation, though? So... Chuck kind of, as his friend, asks Nate, stall. Stall for me and try to convince her that I am the right guy for her. And really, Nate, even though the entire time he mentions Chuck likes ice cream, Chuck likes to play Dance Dance Revolution, whatever it is, he really is trying to get in her pants. I mean, let's rewind. Nate dated Blair first. Right. And then that, you know, like, I don't think there are any rules anymore. I think they've all dated each other. So okay, the so. the point where, like, it's a free-for-all. So Chuck, no right to get mad? No right. No right. Uh, yeah. Unless uh, he hides it. Uh, if he hides it, then he has a right. Then then so. Chuck has a right to get mad. But, you know, if, if he's like, okay, here's the deal. I really like Raina. I mean, we just sleep with each other's exes anyway. So let's just get past that. <laughs> I mean, I totally agree with you that there is way more anger when someone's lied. And that's directed at you, Phil, if you can hear me in the booth. Yeah, I'm about to throw it to him in the booth in a second. I have a question for him. But 
I mean, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. I think you can't hold too much hostility because there is so much partner sharing in the show. Right. Um, But then it's not as fun if there isn't a little bit of hostility going on. In a normal situation, in a friend situation, yes, you could get mad. But in this particular friend group, it's a little... I mean, how can you not? And you know, girls are different than boys in this kind of situation. If uh, I was about to say, Phil, can you hear me in the booth over there? Jesse, is he listening to me? All right, I have a question for him. If your best guy friend starts hooking up with the girl that you're hooking up with, or were. is that or were or are trying to pursue and used to be with, that's fine. That's a low blow. What is that? Definite low blow. Okay. Um. But I actually, I actually have uh, kind of had that done to me, slash might have done it to a f- couple of friends of mine. Oh, boy. So I, I guess in the end, you know, you just kind of go for it if you... If the connection's there. Yeah. I think what you guys are forgetting here is that Chuck still has feelings for her, though. That's what I'm saying. But with... Because with, you said... You know, Nate had Blair first, but Nate was, like, far over Blair by the time Chuck... Uh, and, and on to and, Serena. Yeah, and by the time Chuck and Blair got got involved. So, I this is totally different. This is, like, they're getting involved after he specifically asked him to, to like, get her back for him. So, like, yes, there is a lot of group sharing. Right. Like, what I don't think, I don't think, we'll talk about this, but if... If Dan and Blair do get together, I don't think Serena would have a right to say anything because right. she's moved no. on. No, but in the situation of uh, Raina and, and Chuck. Chuck, he definitely would have a, a right to get pissed because he's not over her yet. Yeah. But it just happened so fast. Like, why is he even... He should get over her in a second, right? Why should he get over her in a second? He because fell for of, her so quickly. But that doesn't mean you get over somebody so quickly. Yeah. He, he fell hard. And Chuck doesn't fall for people. He's not used to that, you know? If it was random girl from France, I guess, that'd be one thing. I guess I just liked her better. Random girl from As France? Like, yeah. What was that? What was Clemens. her name? Clemens. Oh, Clemens. That's her actress. Oh. Her name's Eva. Or Eva. Eva, yeah. Oh, something. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Or random person. He slept with a million people. Anybody from his little black book. Fine. You get over it. You move on. But this is the girl that he's doing business with, that he actually has feelings for, and that he's gone out of his way to ask his friend to get back for him. I mean, if he's actually... <laughs> he really has feelings for her like why did he send his friend that is lame if a guy's trying to get me back like don't send your friend to try to butter me up I'd be like okay in 6th grade grow a pair and get me back yourself in 6th grade some boy sent a friend to ask me out and I said if you want to ask me out ask me yourself you know yeah, it's see? like that it's like you sixth grade. You, <laughs> you know what? I'm so glad you went you went back to the sixth grade because <laughs> I was about to share a story from the fifth grade and I was like, should I share this? But I was dating this kid in fifth grade. His name was Jazz, which is weird. And anyways, normal Jazz, yeah. yeah. And I was dating him and my friend Siri. I like for some reason we remember when you, like getting like conference calls, all three of us on the phone. Oh, three way call. Yeah, three way calls. Of course. So we did that. Jazz didn't know I was on the phone. I had Siri like call him to ask him about me we were dating and like you know for however fifth grade dating can go <laughs> but and then he told her on the phone that he liked her and I was on the phone and then they ended up dating and this is in fifth grade isn't that so sad so you were the Chuck Bass of the situation I was the Chuck Bass 
bass. I was the Chuck bass. And how does it feel like to be the, the Chuck bass? Sex, lies, and scandal never take a vacation. <laughs> it didn't feel good. It have you ever gotten good. over it? Does Chuck have hope for the future? I think I've gotten over it. I think Chuck He'll be able hope. to move on. <laughs> well, I actually kind of liked Rena well, and Nate together. I'm just going to jump in real quick because this sounds like the perfect plug slash uh, callback to likealittle.com. So you guys just get so nervous. So rather than tell your to your face, you know, just go on likealittle.com. Like right, a Little was this website that I introduced to AfterBuzz a little while ago. And it's a college campus website where you go on, if you see a girl that you think's cute or a girl sees a boy that she thinks cute or a boy sees a boy, whatever it is, and you go on likealittle.com and you say, girl in the red dress across the quad with the black hair and the blue eyes, I think you're cute, want to get lunch. And if she's looking at you too, hopefully she goes on likealittle.com, sees that, and is like, yes, boy in the green shirt across the quad. Does that actually work so ever? It, it, it has. It has. Bizarre. I haven't even thought about it since I mentioned it a few months ago on After Buzz. Yeah, I remember that. But these gossip girl people need a likealittle.com because they're little wimps and they don't know how to approach these women. Yeah. That's what it is. No, but okay, I, I was saying I really actually do like Nate and Raina together because without Nate, I hate Raina. And exactly. I didn't hate Raina this episode. I didn't hate Raina at all. I thought she's much more oh, she's like, relaxed and right. going and you like relatable. She, and she's, I was thinking she's, cool, she's staying know? on for the season. Okay, I can deal with that. Before this episode, get her off, get her out of my face. I don't want another Blair with Chuck that just isn't as cool as Blair. But maybe Nate needs a little Raina. Yeah. Yeah. I like how it's pulling Nate in more to the show, too. Yeah. I like watching Nate. What's the last love story that Nate had? With Serena. No, um... Yeah, Serena uh, with... Katie Cassidy's character. Oh, yeah. Uh, Juliet. Yeah. But that didn't... Right. But then he was with Serena after that? Yeah. But he hasn't had a long-term or real thing in quite some time. Mm -hmm. So we think, yes, we like the direction this is going in. We want to see them together. We're good with that. And we can deal with her being on the show. Yes. For now. Didn't love her, but didn't hate her. It's an improvement. Liked her a little. Like. Oh, <laughs> oh my God. Like a little. Okay. Speaking of people that I like a little, maybe okay a lot, Chuck Bass. Absolutely love him. Every single episode, we always talk about this. But he has, he has some troubles right now with business. I thought it was brilliant with him and uh, with Lily did. How smart was that the entire thing? I was like, how stupid are they that they did not see Mr. Thorpe standing there and he and he stood there and got slapped by her and it was right at the same bar. What idiots. Turns out, clearly they knew what they were doing. He snuck in, got this password, read some email, don't really know what was going on. It was a little too 007 for me. I've actually never seen a James Bond movie before. That's a little secret of mine you guys can know. But anyway, I really like that. I like that Lily forgave him. Lily had no reason to forgive him other than it's her adopted son, and I really didn't think she was going to. I actually liked Lily this episode, too. I would have to agree I with you. I don't know what's happening. I'm just liking people this episode. They made That's people really seem nice. So weird. Oh, my God. <laughs> I know. My favorite part of this whole Chuck business double seven secret agents with Lily was when they incorporated Lily and Rufus together, both being like... Oh, we'd have a horrible relationship. What are you doing here? And then they'd be all cute right after they're like pretending. They to really be don't have that other. kind of a relationship too. That's why it was a little funny. Like they they fight. How a lot. funny was it when he, when uh, Thorpe goes? 
oh, maybe your sixth husband can do the trick. It's like one of those one of those key gossip girl one liners there. Exactly. I mean, Rufus sixth being husband's the charm. Being husband number five, Rufus not not all that important to the show. Nope. Not all that interesting. Yeah. Ex rock star. He's a trophy husband. You ready for mm. for Lily to switch it up to the sixth the sixth husband? Absolutely not. I don't want to see her go to Is Thorpe. Chuck Bass going to be the sixth husband? <laughs> something like that. Jesus. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that, but I am saying you got to give Rufus something here. I think maybe in our news and gossip we have a little spoiler about that. Maybe Rufus is getting a little something. We'll talk about it later. But I, I don't know. He doesn't seem like a man to me. He seems just like a thing, like a blah. Do you, do you guys look at him and you're like? Oh, Rufus, respectable human being, yeah. You add nothing to the show, Rufus. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you do just about nothing for me. But, like we're saying, Lily, on the other hand, actually liked her this episode. Didn't have a problem with her. Her and Raina stopping it up in my book. But the way Chuck's dealing with this, really maturing, I think that, no. I mean, if maturing's scheming more. There were a lot in of this world. really, really great smoldering stares in this episode. Did you guys notice? I mean, there's always a... A good handful, but this episode was just like every and slaps, <laughs> slaps and stares and like scowls, and I was like, "All right." That's and yet we way. like right. everyone more. And yet, yeah, I don't know if that is connected somehow. You know, I like this episode because recently I feel like I've kind of been ragging on Gossip Girl, watching, being like, "Okay, so unrealistic, so boring. What's going on?" Just been hating on. I mean, right. it was just as unrealistic as oh, usual. Yeah. And this is not any more realistic. Check, yeah. This is not any more realistic, but it is more relatable. Friendship, deception, uh, lies, scandal, work stuff, different partners. Anybody else a little bit more relatable? I definitely think so. So, yeah, because in my life, dating my teacher who's been in jail for five years because I lied about <laughs> sleeping with him is, is totally relatable. <laughs> Well, the emotions behind it is about in here, Mari, you know. The fifth grade relationship you had, you see? That, there you go. Relatable, the emotions. But I still can't get over the Serena Ben thing because I, I have to admit I hadn't been watching a couple episodes. And so this was my first introduction to Ben. Right. And I was like, this is weird. Like, why would that ever happen? Why would someone who has been unjustly put to jail for so much of his life because of this family. I know. Like, put himself back in that situation. When you asked me about it, I found myself explaining to you, thinking, oh, what am I talking about? This sounds <laughs> absolutely absurd. Oh, and then there's this guy, and and he went to jail, but they love each other now, you know. They, they kiss like, and so, stuff. So, um, they thought that they were hooking up, but they weren't actually, but the mom did that, but now they're actually hooking up. Yeah. <laughs> right? Okay. Because now it's legal, and since he's out of jail, he might as well, because... Why not? Oh, I forgot to add, the first thing he did when he got out of jail was get coffee with her. She happened to greet him on his way out of jail and say, would you like to hang out? He said... Let's go for a cup of coffee. I'm a free man now. And his perfectly starched pea coat coming out of <laughs> prison. Exactly. They <laughs> the try to make party. him look like the poor one on the show. <laughs> it's like he dresses way nicer than any of my friends. Yeah. Come on now. That outfit's way too expensive. Oh, he, he pretends that he's a caterer. It's like, no, I, I know you. You're rich, too. Come on now. <laughs> well, that's just this entire show. It's oh, just about the circus ring and how great it is. I mean, looking at Chuck and his whole business ordeal with Russell, they're all... How do they orchestrate this? Like, they know he's going to be at the restaurant. Then they have Russell show up at Lily's son's 18th birthday party to make this business scheme all come to a, 
a standstill. Like, they all have to face the dilemmas they've been having. It's just right. how it works. Right. I, I want to I talk a little bit about um, the Ben, Serena, Lily situation in terms of if you are Ben and we're talking about all these schemes and everything, can you approach Lily ever? Serena keeps being like, please try. Please try to come to Eric's birthday party, come over for dinner, for ice cream, dessert. He even comes in, stay for cake. How can Ben look at this woman in the eyes? How can he be in the same room as her and just be okay? I'm I'm not really sure how he can handle that, but in the first place, I don't understand how he can be with Serena. And so it, it's like, well, if you're going to date Serena, you're kind of asking for it. Right. So then, yeah, you have to face that, and you're going to have to face Lily eventually, too. If you didn't want anything to do with the situation, then you wouldn't even be wasting your time trying to date Serena. Right. Which is just weird anyway. But Lily did take the first step this episode in actually admitting she did something wrong and apologizing. She hasn't done that to, she hasn't said that to Ben yet, but I think that's what would be the difference. Right. If she face-to-face said to Ben, I'm sorry. I okay. I'm wrong. I am the reason why this happened to you. But at the same time, you're not really allowed to half forgive somebody. Like knowing what Lily did, Ben went into this relationship knowing that Serena's mother was Lily, knowing what happened, and choosing to be in the relationship anyway. So it's not really fair for him to not be with Serena's mother knowing all this, you know? He's kind of saying, "I forgive Sort of. I mean, I completely disagree with you. Okay. I think it's completely reasonable to have forgive people. I mean, there are certain situations, and I think this would be in one of them. Like, maybe eventually he will forgive her and they get along. But you make a choice. You go, Ben goes, I want to be with Serena. That's the choice he's making. So I'm going to put up with Lily. I'll be, I'll act like an adult. I won't cause problems. But that doesn't mean he has to, like, be all buddy-buddy forgiveness. That is true, but you know what I kind of related it to? I don't know if you guys have ever had any situation with cheating or something, but, you know, if, if you have been cheated on by somebody and you get back with them, you, you're you not allowed to every single second throw it in their face that they cheated on you, you know? It's not right. Like, if you forgive them enough to be with them, every argument that comes about, if it's not specifically about, like, that person and another girl, you're not allowed to say, right, but you cheated on me. Right, like, so you just get a free pass. A free pass, exactly. And they're just always in the wrong because they did something really bad. And I feel like that's kind of where Serena's going with this. Like, any time that last episode we saw them kind of fight and he was, like, thinking she was in the wrong and she's like, but, I don't know, she's thinking he's in the wrong and he's like, but your mom did send me to jail, you know? And and then she kind of has to back off. You can't really, you can't really use that when it's not valid for that point. Well, I mean, I don't think he should be able to use that anyway. Like, she didn't send him to jail. Her mom did. Like, they it's still not a valid. dating. Yeah. Period on the sentence, yeah. for sure. Just and why? And gossip girl in a couple months are not going to be dating, so. Yeah. <laughs> that is She'll true. She'll be to someone new. That is true. But what's going to be the breaking point? Because if it's not your mother sent me to jail, what does break you up? I think that Serena's going to probably just end up having to choose between her family and him, and she's going to choose her family down the road. I thought that at first, I was I was really, oh my gosh, he doesn't understand. He's going to try to send her mom to jail. He doesn't understand family because his family is clearly so screwed up. I mean, he's got this sister that will go do anything for him, including drug Serena, do whatever he asks, uh, some 
some uh, cousin that is a teacher, mm-hmm. Mr. Teacher guy. It's like, where is his family? Very absent in this situation. Right. So he doesn't really understand what it's like, especially when he it was so wrongfully done to him that he went to jail. So I think that he couldn't really understand it. And I appreciate it in the end. We see that he actually does something for Serena, realizing the it is her threat, The death threat was a little intense for me. Oh, yeah. I will have you killed. Oh, yeah. And and Damien <laughs> okay. doesn't listen. He went there. Yeah, he clearly didn't listen. So let's, let's talk a little bit about that. After the death threat, what does Damien go do? He goes straight to Thorpe. Mm-hmm. And he says, and Thorpe's like, who the hell are you? He's like, listen, we have mutual enemies. Give me $100,000 and basically don't say where you got this information. And Now there's a novel plot twist. Ooh. No, but so wh- what is the benefit of Damien doing this? It's that he needs $100,000? He yes. needs the money and he's just thinking of a way to screw over them, get his money, and then just like walk away from the situation. Except exactly. of course Russell knows it because of Ben. I mean because of Damien. Like, of course Ben knows it's because of Damien. Or like if Russell were to share this information about Lily, like, of course it came from Damien. Like, how could... Wouldn't Ben pick up on that? Nobody else knows, so where could it be from? Yeah, so didn't... So he's gonna get killed then. I mean, I, I don't know. There's They put so many little things in here that can be twisted. I mean, you saw Vanessa watch yeah, Damien and Ben. All of a sudden, it could be Vanessa. You see Vanessa give a call to Serena. They yeah. they like to put people who can spy. I mean, there's a doorman. It's, it's very... They leave little windows that they can put suspects in. It's Right. No, that's true. But first of all, addressing an earlier point, how bad would it be if Damien did get killed? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't think... Loser Zac Efron look alike. Was that you said yeah. that? Yeah. So maybe, I was like, yeah. <laughs> maybe they find out that... Uh, that... that um, ooh, why can't I think of his name? Uh, Lily... Uh, Serena's boy. The ben. Ben. That Ben... I just had a blank. That Ben was the one who killed him, and Ben goes back to jail. Because he murders somebody. And on to the new boyfriend. For right. <laughs> so how bad is that? Oh, oh, my God. I have to find someone else. Oh. I'm not I'm not sitting here thinking, oh, no, Damien, he can't leave. I'm okay. You know, you're a little drug dealer boy. You can leave. A little rich, rich drug dealer boy. I, but who else could they really pin it on? I know you're saying there's, like, all these different suspects that could be put placed, but really the only people who know are in the family and Damien. And Vanessa. Okay, what okay. if... I'm going to miss this for predictions. I'm going to save it. Okay. <gasps> now I'm so excited. You never know. And what exactly was it that Vanessa heard? Vanessa just saw Damien hand a $100,000 check to Ben and Ben say, don't say anything or I'm going to kill you? Pretty much. Yeah. And then we see Vanessa call Serena. Mm-hmm. But Serena doesn't pick up. When she sees that missed call, what the hell's going through her mind? So, and also, Damien was saying something about an ex-con calling Ben an ex-con? What was that about? Did you guys pick that up? Ben is an ex-con. I'm so confused. No, but Ben was saying he'd get all his, like, the guys he met in jail to go kill Damien. Right. Yeah. Okay. Are we, are we, th- are we with it? I think I'm with The show it. is confusing. There's, There's so, so much, much information. I know. That's, okay. why, that's why I'm... I'm <laughs> awkward. <laughs> that's why I just... Think Park Avenue, but with tennis whites and band of soleil. The players change, but the game remains the same. <laughs> Did that clarify for you? Got it. I, I really <laughs> totally caught up Whatever you asked, 
the players change, but the game stays the same. And after that quote, I liked Jesse's little point to you. Mm-hmm. Hoping you got that. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, though? It is really true because that's what just happened to me. I was like, Dan, Ben, uh, yeah. all these, like, one short word. Like, I, I don't know. It just, it just messes with you no matter... I can watch these shows, the show, every single day. I can rewatch every single episode, and still at the end, we'll be sitting there going, wait, huh? What just And I said, something happened in the show, and I go, oh, that's what just happened. And Sarah goes, I disagree. This is what just happened. And we both look at each other, oh. Yeah, we were all totally huh? confused. It really after, shouldn't be that complicated. <laughs> yeah, after Damien and Ben had their run-in on the street, we were all like, wait. So is Damien working for Ben, or are, or are they opposites? Like, have we, we got that so clarified con- yet? Yeah, well, the, he I definitely wasn't, wasn't sure, working for. Him. I wasn't sure if Ben what he was going to do with the check, and then when he brought it back to Lily, then I was like, oh, okay, he was yeah. doing it for them. At first, I was like, wait, Ben's going to run town right now. He's getting the money. What? So did Damien know that Ben was going to be standing there? No idea. No, no, he did not know that. No. So Damien just handed it to him like that. No, he still like, after the death threat. Kind of out of his hand. Yeah, he, yeah. Yeah, but Damien didn't try to say, "Give me back my money." He was like, "Cause okay. he was he was legit scared, scared of Ben." As as would I, I would be scared too. Yeah. But the weird thing that we forget is, Damien at one point was Ben's star student. Damien was Ben's student when they went to boarding school, and. Because he's like twenty six and yeah, like whatever twenty eight, and it totally makes sense. Ben was the Shakespeare teacher, and Damien was the nerd in class who did all the work for everybody and was a genius. What the hell went wrong there? I don't know. Both of them kind of seemed to flip directions. Both seemed to be really good guys. Went the other way. You'd think they understood each other a little more. Ex-con, drug dealer. I mean, I completely. I'm not. I'm in disagreement with you again. I don't think they both flipped. We're frightened today. I know, but I mean... You think Ben's a good guy? I I think he's... I do. I think he's a good guy. I don't think he's making like the smartest choices by dating Serena or anything like that. But he wasn't trying to take the $100,000. He was giving it back to the family. He was just trying to clear everything up and make things right and get his life a little more clear. Like, I don't see him having done really anything wrong or anything that Damien, I don't think, deserved. I mean, he, he threatened to kill the kid. Yeah, but he to didn't protect punch his love, him. Serena. Yeah, it's not like he, like... <laughs> oh, okay. It's not like he beat him up in the street or, like, anything like that. Like, he made a threat, which is wrong, but I don't think it's that big of a deal. How did, uh, how did he know that Damien was going to be walking out? He just hid there hoping maybe that would be the case well they both left the party like Damien left the party Ben wasn't at the party though was he yeah. he went downstairs to meet Serena oh right yeah he's just the creepster hanging out in the alley. right <laughs> so he course. can't go upstairs to see Lily but he can wait downstairs at the party cause that's not morally yes. wrong well they, he did mention he mentioned to Serena that he saw Damien go up so to me it seemed plausible that he would wait for Damien to come Back down. Right, right, and and threaten to kill him. Plausible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm yep. sorry. Can we talk? I I I just want to get to Dan and Blair because that is like hundred percent. All right. We've is got, it gonna we've happen? Got, we've got news and gossip about this. We gotta wait for it though. So before that, let's talk about what has happened already. So Dan Blair, absolute opposites. Don't see them together. 
Never used to. We have very strong opinions here. You came in tonight saying, I love this new friendship. Yeah, I thought it was so cute that he was, like, helping her. And, like, they just had... To me, what's, like, really important in a relationship is to have really good witty banter. Like, if you don't have witty banter with a guy... I don't know. I have to date someone who has witty banter because, like, and 100%. they were just what? What witty banter does Cameron have? Your boy. Oh, he's. Very, we have like we have such witty banter. Like we just. I have to have witty banter with like the person that I'm he's, dating. You say it like one word: witty banter. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a how many times I've heard witty banter? I know. But, but it's important to me, and they were so cute tonight, Dan and Blair, when when they were at debut, and and he was like, "Just say you need me, and that I won't be your underling." She's like, "I need you, and you won't be my underling." So like their back and forth was so like quick, and I just like them. And then. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that scared me. <laughs> and then when they were in Brooklyn together at the end, um, and he was like, he was like, "Do you want to order pizza?" Yeah. And, and then she said something witty. Right. This is <laughs> this is exactly something similar that I said last week. Was the reason they seem to be working well together as friends or as whatever is that they're both very smart. Serena, not as smart, no. <laughs> and Dan never could really do that. Chuck, smart in a different way, which is why Blair loved him, but not as school smart, cares about art, very artsy, intelligent, you know? Love film, love going to museums, that kind of stuff. They're both very cultured. Very cultured. I think that's important. And Serena, yeah, Serena's not there. Chuck is very, you know, business, sex-focused, and Nate is... You know, smokes and plays video games. Yeah. <laughs> so and somehow manages to live in a penthouse suite somewhere. It's almost surprising. I mean, the only thing standing in Blair and Dan's way is where they come from. The, I was gonna say their class. And Correct. you know, just like the the tension with their best friends and like the friendship group baggage of this Right. You know, the reason that I think that this storyline is taking so long, why they haven't just made out already Gossip Girl knew, going into this, our audience is not going to like this. They're not going to like to see Dan and Blair together immediately. This is going to be really bad. we got to ease them into this. Baby steps. And that's kind of what they've done. At the beginning, I was sitting there, hell no, I don't believe this. Get out of here. These two would never be together. Blair hates Dan. They're rivals. But they're peanut butter and jelly, and I see that now. And I want a sandwich. I'm still not and I want to say that was my gospel wow, that, line. That today. was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, thank you, thank you. Wait, which one's the peanut butter and which one's the jelly? Blair's I the mean, jelly and Dan's the peanut butter. Oh, okay. I was opposite. And but Blair's probably more jam. Like tart. Tart jam. And before we go to commercial break, can we just quickly talk about Blair's time at W because now it's come to an end and, and she was fired. Well, you know what? She's what? 19, 20 yeah. on the show. She's got time. She's got to be a successful businesswoman, like she was saying. It was rushed. It was too quick. What is she supposed to do? You know, what do you guys think? I mean, I I wasn't quite sure if she actually got fired or if she quit. She says she quit, but I'm sure she would have gotten fired. Yeah. Um, but I think that something had to happen. Like, they couldn't keep that up. So I'm kind of glad. I'm glad she took a step back from that. Maybe... Will give her a little more room to, I don't know, have other aspects. Back to Blair and Dan, though. Are you thumbs up, green lighting the situation? You're ready for them to be together, or hell no, still? Nope. No. I'm still no. Thumbs down. Thumbs I'm up. Totally into it. Into it. It's interesting. Thumbs up. Thumbs up. In the booth. 
Put it on down. Thumbs up. Th- we Four got, big thumbs up. <laughs> we got a bunch of thumbs up in there. Oh, my right. goodness. Looks like everybody wants to see them together. So I think we're going to go to a commercial break before we give you our news and gossip. Want to find out what the after buzz is about? Janice is a drama queen. This yeah. is the divide that is going to carry the series. Give us a call at 347-855-8269. This television, and they want it to be as dramatic as possible. You'll meet it's Shakespearean. You never know what goes on behind closed doors. Get in on the after buzz. 347-855-8269. Now, in the eyes of Jimmy, Nucky is a villain. Listen on iTunes. I mean, who would you guys rather hear that from? Find us on Facebook. Your husband or your best friend? Follow us on Twitter. And then she's trying to kill him, so it justifies it. I'm like, oh, now it makes sense. And visit us at AfterBuzzTV.com. <laughs> the wig! The wig! Oh, come off that wig! Come off, baby! No! What? Boardwalk Empire. Desperate Housewives. Glee. Gossip Girl. Breaking Bad. Mad Men. True Blood. The Walking Dead. Big Love. Jersey Shore. The Oscars. Celebrity Rehab. The Emmys. If it's hot, you can bet we'll be buzzing about it. Where is she being, Serena? And who am I? That's not a secret I'll never tell. You know you love me. XOXO. Okay, so first up, we have my favorite, and I say that facetiously, Taylor Momsen, who plays Little Jay. She's been under quite a bit of heat for some time now. She's often called out by other people in the business, particularly Project Runway's Tim Gunn, after his cameo on Gossip Girl last fall. He described her as extremely unprofessional. Her co-star, Connor Paolo, who plays Eric, recently stood up for Momsen saying, quote, she's 17 years old. I don't think anyone has the right to say anything negative. Being that she, as mature and self-possessed as she is, is still young. He later added, quote, it's not fair. No one has a right to attack someone of that age. Okay, Mari, you have a lot to say on this topic. Go. Okay. I, I know he's saying no one has a right to attack her, and I'm not attacking her, but I really do not like her. I was saying that she's my number one most hated celebrity, number two being Miley Cyrus. I know you agree with me on that I one. I am in agreement with the Miley Cyrus. And the reason I don't like her is because she's 17 years old, and she dresses like a prostitute, and she cusses all the time, and she smokes cigarettes, and she says the most inappropriate things, and she's just totally, like ungrateful and I just really think she's the worst role model ever like you have to have some sort of sense that younger girls are watching you like you have to have some sort of sense that you are a role model so if she was 25 would you like her more yes and that's what what I have to say about this comment is that he's saying oh she's so young it's not fair for someone to attack someone but I think you do need to attack kind of those people because it shows that they're not being good role models it just gives a word that look I know they're doing this, this is their life, but it's not right in the public opinion. It's showing that it's okay to dress as a prostitute when you're 16 years old and smoke cigarettes and join a band and, like, you just, right. I just no, really... No, Jenna, don't, I, I want to hear what I, you have to say I guess, Okay, I don't... I'm not a huge fan of hers either. I think she's kind of a little scary looking, but it has really nothing to do with her age because I think m- myself at 17 years old, 
I wasn't, you know, maybe the best role model either. So but and you weren't I was, in the public eye. It, no I one, know, you but were no one's she's role still model. a teenager, you know? you got to rebel a little bit. And I, I think that she's kind of ridiculous, but I'm not saying that she doesn't have a right to be rebellious. And, you know, just because you're a celebrity doesn't mean that you have the weight of the world on your shoulders. I'm kind of in agreement because it's not like this is her first role in something. She's kind of been in the public eye for a really long time. We were talking earlier about her role as Cindy Lou Who. Mm-hmm. So she's been really young, been famous for a while. And... She is a teenager, and she's trying to probably feel a little normal. Granted, I really don't like her, so yeah, this exactly. has nothing to do with that. I really, really don't like her, but I get it. I get. I, I, by the way, speaking of role models, everyone should take Mari as a role model. Does the news and gossip really well for us each week? We love her on the news and gossip. Thank Just wanted you. to throw that out there because <laughs> everyone else sucks, and so I have to ride her. That is your role model, Mari Fagel. And everyone. then I'm not going to sit in curse and smoke cigarettes and do all that shit. It, it is true. If you're blessed enough to be successful in the cursed. business, <laughs> if you're blessed enough to be successful in the business, then you suck up whatever thing inside you wants to rebel, and you do try to be a role model. That being said, I think that she's grown up like this, and she doesn't really know what what real life I don't know but maybe she's thinking okay well in my opinion on what's right and wrong you know being in a rock band and you know doing all these that's a role model for her maybe like it it depends like everyone has a different role model like what's right and what's wrong well I mean do what you want but then you can't get mad what people say about you I don't think she does I don't I don't think I've never heard notice yeah Let's get to the next bad role model. Leighton Meester's mother, Constance. She's been hit with a restraining order from a former friend. The mother and son claim that Constance is, quote, a drug addict and made a threat to kill us. A judge has ordered Meester to stay 100 feet away from the mother and son. The exact reason for the restraining order is unknown, but Constance and the other woman both have children in school together. Constance has a history of trouble with the law. In 1985, she was convicted of drug trafficking and spent... 10, 10 years behind bars, which is where Leighton was born. Leighton was raised by her grandparents until Constance's release in 1995. You guys knew this, right? Yeah, I was just about to say, this was the most shocking piece of information to me of all the news, whatever. I, I did know this about her mother, that she was crazy and that she was born behind bars. I don't understand how you could take, look at the character she plays on the show. And look at the role model she had for her life. Like, how could you play this poised, beautiful, energetic businesswoman character on this show and that be where you came from? Which is why anybody who ever blames what they grow up to be on their parents is crap. You can be Leighton Meester. You know, you can't blame everything on who your parents are. Now, she is a good role model, Leighton Meester. She came from nothing. She came from a terrible upbringing, and look at who she is. Right. You know what a friend pointed out to me the other day, though, which I thought was weird? The the school they went to was called Constance. Oh, huh. I wonder if that had anything to do with it. Interesting. (laughs) Okay, now on to Blake Lively. During the show's summer hiatus, she will keep herself busy filming the independent film Pick, Directed by Derek Martini, the film is an adaptation of an Andrea Portes novel about a 13-year-old girl from Nebraska, played by Chloe Mortez, who runs away to Las Vegas. On the road, she meets many people, one of them being Blake Lively, a single mother meth addict. I did not like her in the town, and I doubt I'm going to like her in this. Oh, you didn't like her in the town? Well, being from Boston, her accent sucks, yeah, and it blew the whole thing. Yeah, yeah. If you can't, I want to go with you. Yeah. <laughs> and she tried to she tried what? to hide her her crappy accent by mumbling, 
and that just made it she worse. Always if you can't get the accent down, you didn't get the character. Yeah. So that's that. Props, props to her though for taking more challenging roles. Exactly, and you know, I, I I hear that she is being compared to a lot of great actresses, and she's supposed to be one of the great actresses of our time now. I wouldn't put it that far, but who, who is doing yeah, the comparison? You know, I, I was reading a lot of articles, and people were saying, oh. Audrey Hepburn, whatever, whatever Whoa, was going hey, on. That's hey, a little too far, a little too far. There, okay. I agree. However, I do think that she's a work, she's a workaholic. And well, that's for me, good. it was. Uh, I've seen her in so many movies now. Or she, when she was up for the role in the third Batman installment, I was ready to say, you know what, she probably is a good actress. And then, thankfully, you guys convinced me, no, that is not the case. No. <laughs> Oh, gosh. Okay, I got a little bit more Blake news. Designer Christian Louboutin, one of my favorites, and I'm sure your favorites, named a shoe after her, calling it the Blake. While she was in the store in Paris, she walked in and expressed how much she loved a particular rainbow-striped patent number. She told him she wanted to, quote, sleep with it under my pillow every night. Can you imagine walking into the store, seeing the designer of the store, saying you loved an article of clothing, and then getting it named after you? Like that. Oh my god. Oh, the life of Blake life. Was it that shoe <laughs> that got named after her? Yes. Oh, okay. The Blake. I actually looked at it online. The shoe is beautiful, That's but it. it didn't seem very Blake Lively esque to me. Huh. So check it out. On to uh, Chuck Bass or Ed Westwick. He announced his celebrity crush. Quote I would have said Cheryl Cole, but everyone is obsessed with her now, so it's freaking me out. I think she needs to chill out, disappear, and give me a call. <laughs> Although he loves her accent and thinks she's beautiful, he went on to say, quote, I'm very single. It's good. It's fine. It's great. I'm able to focus on me and my career. I'm a very busy boy, so it's the right thing. I'm 23, and I've got a million and one things I want to do before settling down. Wasn't he dating, um, who plays Vanessa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, but they, just but they, just just they, okay. they added things. Very convincing. It's good. It's fine. It's great. Yeah. Yeah, I'm fine. It's fine. I mean, yeah, I'm okay. okay. I, I, like, I like being it's single. All right, Ed, we got it. And last, okay. week, uh, last week, we reported on the fact that he feels very uncomfortable around women a lot of the time. Maybe there's something weird about this guy. He's it's got good. some it's girl story. issues. I know. I hate to say it because you know I love him, but... Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Tika Sumter is loving her new character. I'm sorry. Who's Tika Sumter? She's Raina Thorpe. Oh, okay. Got oh, it. Right, okay. okay, so Reina is loving her new character and all the new attention it's giving her. She said, quote, life has definitely changed. People notice me more. That show is really, really popular. Yeah, think. Yeah. <laughs> she not realize what she was, what role she was getting? Yeah. Des- <laughs> despite spending her Valentine's Day having, quote, a single girl drinking party with her friends, she has found that since joining the Gossip Girl cast, she's been getting lo- noticed by a lot more men. She said, I'm getting asked out more. Guys and my friends, amazing friends circle suddenly started asking me out. I like to think it's because of my personality, but it's like some karmic explosion happened. Okay, now I, mean, I don't yeah, like I was her. Say, anything well, that grew me, not smart. Anything that grew on me just kind of sunk right back down. Yeah, I, I really don't understand. The show's really, really popular. Yeah, yeah, you're right. The guy friends in my guy friends circle, they like me now. They ask me out, and all it's the time. not just my personality. They like me now. So I like I should have read it like just, that. I should have read it like that. Shocked by that comment. I know. Um, I don't even know what to say. People are noticing me. More. Speechless. <laughs> speechless. Oh my god. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Left us speechless. Let's move on. Penn Badgley is featured in the March issue of Condé Nast Traveler magazine, where he gives a first-person account of his recent travels. 
One section of his account reads, quote, I went scuba diving off Thailand and saw barracuda bearing teeth that shone like metal. I stayed at the Four Seasons, I can't even pronounce that, Chiang Mai, where the <laughs> highlight was riding an elephant bareback. Mine was named Mai Mei, <laughs> and her calm personality mirrored mine. You know, I always talk about Penn Badgley kind of stays out of the media a lot. You don't really see him. This would be what he was doing with his it's time. because he's yeah. in Thailand. <laughs> oh, I get it now. I like that. Riding elephant. He's just so not the celebrity type. And that's fine. Oh, Let him go do his thing. Yeah. Role model. Yeah. Travel. He's great. Okay. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Okay, you've been wondering. <laughs> How did oh, no. you know? <laughs> really? If you've been wondering where Rufus Humphrey has been for the past few episodes, wonder no more. On February 28th, he will get a new storyline when Billy Baldwin, who plays William Vanderwoodson, returns to the show. Connor Paolo, who plays Eric, says, quote, between Eric and Serena, Eric has a much closer relationship with Rufus. He does not really have a relationship with his biological father, and whenever he shows up, it's a threatening thing with Rufus, and Eric tries to back up Rufus. This creates a bit of a riff, as you can imagine. Interesting. Okay, so that's what I was saying before. We see Rufus a little more, maybe. It doesn't sound all that interesting, but I would like to see Billy Baldwin back on the show. Um, remember, he was the doctor that tried to cure Lily's cancer. Right. And whenever he's around, there's drama, and we watch the show because we love the drama. <laughs> of course. Okay, now this is the news and gossip we have all been waiting for. Spotted Dan and Blair, or should I say Dare, kissing on set. The photograph was blurry, but from what I can tell, outside of a limo on a cold night under the streetlights, Lonely Boy and B share their first kiss. Now, here's what I have to say about this. I saw this photograph. By blurry, I mean very blurry. People said it was them, but I also read that the prince that Blair liked, do you guys remember? She went and there was a prince and there was a chauffeur, right, and she yeah. thought it was a chauffeur, but mm-hmm. it was really the prince and she mm-hmm. liked him. I hear he's coming back, and one person said that maybe this kiss wasn't Dan, it might have been the prince. Ooh. Okay, well, this prince takes us popper. right into our predictions. So, Absolutely. Okay, so tell me a little bit more about this prediction. Well, f- first we have to close up the gossip segment. Okay, okay, we are, let me close it up. We are closing up. it up. And that's your After Buzz TV Gossip Girl News and Gossip for the week of February 21st, 2011. Okay, Only Roxy. to hear my prediction music. There we go. And now, I need it. <laughs> okay. Blair, Dan, What's going to happen? Was this kiss between them? She was wearing this white, roughly jacket, and he was wearing a black peacoat. Who was that? A lot of guys on the show would wear a black peacoat. They all have peacoats. Exactly. Mm-hmm. All of them. It looked like Dan. I will tell you that. She Could did have been send the me prince. the picture. You did send me the picture, and I thought Either it was way, Dan, whether or way. not that was Dan in the picture, Dan and Blair are going to kiss. Because it's we hear happen. predictions. What, is, what does Dan say to her? Can I kiss you? <laughs> Just one kiss? Just one kiss. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like, oh, okay. Yeah, no, okay, it's so, definitely going to happen. So between that, we think they're going to get together. No questions about it. We'll see. Um, yeah, Is Serena yeah. going to get pissed? Yeah. Yeah, because obviously. it creates yeah. more drama. Does of she course. have the right to be pissed? I don't think so. Oh, and Raina and Nate, where is that going? We really don't know. Hooking up. We only have the last couple Let's predictions. I, I also heard quickly that Chuck 
said he needed to talk to Blair. Do we miss that couple? Yes. We miss them. But we're ready for her to move on? He needs a little more time. A little more time. Okay. My prediction about Chuck is, though, that he is going to get his company because they showed a little image right. of people raising glasses and champagne flutes. We only have next week, and then we have a six-week break. So everybody tune in next week. It's better be a good episode because I'm not ready for the six weeks off right now. Yeah. I know. Love my gossip girl. For producers Kevin Undergaro and Phil Svitek, engineer DJ Jesse Janity, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for tuning in to the AfterBuzz TV network. If you have questions, comments, or would like to host an AfterBuzz show of your own, be sure to buzz us at info at AfterBuzzTV.com. And you can find us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter by searching for AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.